Okay, so let's get obsessively personal. We are in the market for a new fridge. <laughs> We've been here for forever. Oh my God, we're looking for a fridge. And we have figured out that there are certain questions you need to answer before you buy a new refrigerator. Hey, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and we are going to talk about what we have learned in this quest, which we are on, which we have not yet fulfilled, <laughs> which we are still in the process of. I've had to buy a fridge, and there are so many great questions to answer. So we thought we would do a podcast that just kind of tells you basically the process that we're going to go through. So we've set this up as a series of questions to ask about the fridge that you want. So what's the first question? The first question is, do you need one that's built in or freestanding? We need one that is freestanding. Ours sits against a wall with a stove to the side of it, but it is not built in. And you know the difference, right? If you're if you walk into a kitchen that's been designed by some architect, you probably have a built-in refrigerator. Or a lot of the, I think a lot of the um, Exurb homes, the Pulte homes, and those kind of things. I think that a lot of those have built-in refrigerators, or the upgrade is to have a built-in mm-hmm. refrigerator. So you may have a built-in refrigerator, and that complicates the matter of finding a refrigerator tremendously. But it's an easy question to answer. You know whether you need a built-in or freestanding. That's the first thing. That's okay. Right. So now let's go on to question number two. How much space do you have? This is really important, and it is really important to measure how deep and wide and tall your fridge, your current fridge is, and can you go deeper, and can you go wider, and can you go taller? For example, we can go taller, but we cannot go deeper or wider. Well, we already go pretty deep. We have a standard depth refrigerator. Now, the difference in depth is you get a counter depth, so it only comes out to the edge of your counter, or you have um, standard depth. Our refrigerator does not sit next to a counter, so that wasn't an issue for us. Right. And I also don't care if it would stick out further because, look, a deeper refrigerator gives you more room, and I like more room. I mean, for me, the idea of keeping the refrigerator full of things all the time is really important. I'm very obsessive about wanting every flavor of jam ever made in the refrigerator at it's, one time. It, our refrigerator is ridiculous. It's like I don't even know what. It's like a <laughs> Fibber McGee's closet. Wait, did I just date myself by saying Fibber McGee? Who's Fibber McGee? Oh, my God. We were on a photo shoot last week for our latest book, Instant Pop Bible Restaurant Copycast. It'll be out this November. And I said something to our 35-year-old photographer about Karen Carpenter. And he looked at me and said, who's Karen Carpenter? And I thought, oh, no, I really am an old person. So apparently Fibber McGee is going to really kill me. But anyway, our refrigerator, what that means is it looks like when you open it, you feel like everything's going to fall out on top of you. So um, Bruce likes a lot of space in there. But again, we kind of are set in terms of our width and our depth but we uh, he says he doesn't want it to stick out but we still have to be pretty set in width and depth but it is height that we can play around with we can get a taller fridge or a shorter fridge we're going for taller just to tell yeah you. i want i'm six four i want the tallest fridge i can get right okay so now but the thing is when you're measuring here's a tip no one ever thinks about don't just measure your current fridge and don't just measure the current space it's in Measure your doorways in and out of the house, in this and out of the garage. Crucial. Measure the hallways because you got to make sure that your new fridge, if it's larger in any way than the current fridge, that it'll fit 
into your house. This is also a problem with our width and depth and why we're pretty set is because ours has to come in through the garage door and coming in through the garage door is very set. You're going to have to come in in a certain way through that door and it determines basically the size of our fridge. We can get the long thing in, no problem. But width and depth, it is a problem. So remember, not only the space you have to measure that, but measure your doors and how to get to your kitchen. Okay, very important question. Are you a top or a bottom freezer kind of person? Do you like the freezer at the top? Do you like the freezer at the bottom? And then once you answer that, you got to decide, do you like French doors that open out from the middle? Or do you like side pole doors? Yeah, I, I I grew up, of course, of course, because I'm so old, I know who Fever McGee and Molly are. Um, I'm so old that I grew up with the, with the freezer always on top, always, 100% of the time on top. Yeah, that was the original format. Right. And now I think I like the side-by-side better, and here's why. I think that the bottom freezer drawer involves digging. <laughs> I think it involves... <laughs> treasure hunt every mm, time you need a hamburger. That's, see, that's what I don't like. <laughs> it's and a treasure hunt. That's why that fridge is not for me, because I can see me bent over, opening it, bent over, looking for, I don't know what, a carton of ice cream, and I can see me getting totally irritated because the ice cream is below 500,000 chuck roasts and whatever else, and I, I don't think that that's for me. But there's a plus to a bottom freezer, Ugh. and that is that everything you need on an everyday basis from the milk to the jam to the peanut butter is at eye level because then the refrigerator is lifted up. Nothing in the refrigerator mm. is down around your ankles. Mm. I'm just picturing me bent over <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night because I'm starving for ice cream and I'm on some kind of crazy late night ice cream run and I'm bent over that thing digging ice cream at and I would be so irritated. It would be, ugh. Beyond, Bruce has a chest freezer this is outside of a refrigerator in our basement and basically I never open it because I am too afraid. <laughs> I am too afraid of what the digging will involve. Because so it's always full. It. it holds about 260 pounds of meat, mm. and it is full Mm-mm. all the time. <laughs> I'm picturing that digging, and I'm picturing about how irritated I will be at the digging, and I'm not doing it. So for me, side-by-side side is the answer. Well, French door refrigerators are great because when you open them from the middle, you have really, really wide shelves to put things in. Right. But we already have a what they call a bar cooler, which is like, where they keep beers behind bars, back in our shooting studio in our pantry, and that has super wide shelves. So I don't need that in the kitchen. And I think Mark is right. We are going to go for side-by-side because that will also give me big freezer space. And you have to remember when you're looking at that how they divide that up. But we'll get to that. Okay, so our fourth question is, do you want to need, do you think that it's a big deal to open the door to get ice and water? (laughs) Now, I just want to say that some people... Mark is being very nice the way he asked that. I am. (laughs) Um, You know, for some people, this is a big deal. I have to tell you that the number of times I have ever gotten water out of the fridge is like none. We've had this fridge for 14 years, and I can say that I get ice out of the door, but... I never put a glass up to it. We live we live way out in rural New England, and we live on well water, and our water is super, super pure, ridiculously pure. I mean, they last time we had it tested, they told us we should bottle it and start a manufacturing company with our water. <laughs> so um, it's super pure. So I just go to the faucet. So getting water out of the door of the fridge is zilch to me. Yeah, well, that is that is a question that you can only answer for yourself. But do you want to open the door to get the ice, or do you want to just have it right in the door? It'll cost you more to have it in the door. 
I kind of like the look when it's clean and not there. But some people I think that actually that. looks like a cheaper refrigerator. So it's weird. That. It's a I, weird thing. I like the look. But here's the problem. And here's always the problem with the ice makers in in modern fridges is because of the way they're situated in the door, right? Because they're in the door generally. The ice drops down into a holding tank in the door generally. The ice in there is closest to what's being opened and closed and closest to the warmest part of the freezer which is the door surface the interior door surface which means the ice in the ice thing is always a chunk at the top after <laughs> a certain kind amount of, of pseudo melting yeah. and it's freezing mm. and then it's melting and, and that's why the ice dispenser is nice because it just crushes it it crushes the big iceberg that has formed in there up and I can get it into my glass. That is a nice thing about getting ice out of the door, but water, I just don't care. Well, I think we're undecided about whether we're going for ice and water in the door or inside, but yeah, our most isn't that you have to have both. Yeah, I've never seen one where it's just ice. I really that would be hey, if you have bought a new refrigerator recently and you've discovered a model where it's just the ice on the door, mm. please contact us. Go mm. to Facebook to mm. our group, Cooking with Bruce and Mark. Join the group, get in the conversation, leave us a message because I want to know what that is. Cause that's like I want that. Before we get to our next question, please subscribe to this podcast. Uh, all you have to do is press that subscribe button. It'll end up in your feed, and we can end up in your car with you on your commute every day of your life. And Are you a good driver? <laughs> and then give us some love. Go to the bottom of the Apple page. You'll see rate this podcast and leave a review. Open up that review box. Just say, I love you. You know what? I love you too. Just say that to your host, and we will be ever so happy. Okay, what's the next question? So the next question is... You know, how big a family do you have or how big an appetite do you have? Because refrigerators come, they're measured in cubic feet. And it's like a 20 cubic foot refrigerator might be good for a couple or a small family. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a big family or you like me, mm -hmm. like to keep the refrigerator stuffed with everything imaginable and you shop at Costco and you get mm -hmm. 87,000 pounds of everything, then you want something that's 27, 28, even 29 cubic feet. That's a lot of storage, but you gotta remember, that's divided up between the fridge and the freezer. Yeah, and so you got to look at how they divide it up. I just want to say that I'm already irritated, but I'm just irritated by this. But that's me. I'm irritated because you were saying words cubic feet, and I just so badly want it to be <laughs> cubic meters. But I realize I probably have the mark of the beast stamped on my head and <laughs> a member of the Antichrist family because I want us to be metric. But ugh, cubic feet, give me a break. But anyway, um, yes, so they are cubic sized out in the feet in the in. <laughs> the u.s in cubic feet and um it's really i think what we're fighting is the size of the freezer yeah because when you divide them up most of the space goes to the fridge which right. as it should be right but we're replacing a refrigerator that has a, an 8.9 cubic foot freezer and i don't want to lose any freezer space so i'm looking for something that gives me at least that much freezer space i mean we're we're you know obviously we're cookbook writers and a lot of things go into the freezer but first of all if we're working on a project and we know a project's coming up bruce will start buying mm, let's say more expensive things like cuts of beef etc and squirreling them away in the freezer when he sees them on sale because we know a big cookbook project is coming up or a article project is coming up or something we're doing is coming up so he'll be squirreling that away so we need a lot of freezer space Space. And two, we have a lot of leftovers, as you can only imagine in a cookbook career, how many leftovers you have. So uh, all that gets squirreled in our freezer. Some people have very little use for a freezer. Yeah. I mean, some people, 
Ice it, and ice cream. Yeah, basically their freezer <laughs> is ice and ice cream. Or you can be like my mom and be the person who saves literally one green bean and, you know. Your one, mom and my sister. One half of a chicken <laughs> wing in the freezer. And then your freezer gets crammed because of all of that. But um, a lot of people don't need any room. I, you know, I always love when we watch a lot of European television. We watch a lot of Danish shows and a lot of Norwegian shows, a lot of Swedish shows, a lot of Finnish shows, a lot of French shows, which a lot of these crime shows. I know. I always say if it doesn't involve a decapitation, I'm not watching it. So in another language, in another <laughs> decapitation in another language. Anyway, and I'm oh I always crack up because they come home and they open their fridge and it's like four bottles of vodka and that's their fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the Finns. The French have four bottles of champagne. <laughs> I'm always like, wow, that's your fridge. Then you've just got Good a few bottles you. of vodka in there. And well, last night we were watching a show and she said he, she wanted to make dinner. She came home and said to her boyfriend or husband husband i guess to make dinner she's like oh there's he said there's only milk and eggs in the refrigerator and i watched her go back in scene and open it and the door of the refrigerator was completely empty and i thought "Mm, there's probably not even milk and eggs in that refrigerator well in that same show the sister said how come you never learned to cook and she said if god wanted me to cook he wouldn't have he wouldn't have invented takeaway shops It is so. So anyway, um, we are looking to figure out how to adjudicate freezer space versus refrigerator space. And I think that our big problem is looking for a freezer. And I think you should think about this. Think about the cubic foot space foot gag me. (laughs) Think about the cubic foot space between the fridge and the freezer. Another question for you. How's your hearing? (laughs) No, no, we're not. We're not moving to hearing aids all of a sudden. Mine's not so good. (laughs) Well, look, if you're the kind of person that's stone deaf or you have hearing aids that you turn all the way up, then you you don't need to look for a quiet refrigerator because you won't hear it. Mm. But if you're the kind of person that hears Mm. every creak Mm. and crack and noise your house makes and it drives Mm. you crazy, Mm. then you need to get a quiet refrigerator. Refrigerators pretty much are rated by decibel levels and they go mm, between 32 and 48 decibels. Anything lower than a rating of 40 is considered very quiet. You can imagine a 32 decibel refrigerator is silent. My parents are in their 90s. Uh, they live in Dallas. They still live on their own. And they have a dishwasher that basically sounds like, I don't know what, a concrete mixer <laughs> when it's going outside. It sounds like a power jack or something that's going outside. And they sit in their living room right around the corner from that dishwasher. And they're always like, is it on? And I think, <laughs> oh, my God. They don't need a quiet fridge is it, either. Is it on? It's like it's, I can barely hear you. It's so on. And their TV is on at volumes that I'm sure shake the foundation of the house so okay if that's you then you don't really care about decibel levels but and (laughs) i'm approaching that age myself but nonetheless i have to say that we bought an under-the-counter bar refrigerator for our back pantry and it's basically the kind of thing you see in bars where it's just a long um, horizontal refrigerator that fits under the counter Um, and we keep all kinds of stuff in there we use it as second fridge drinks and beers and produce and all that goes back there anyway my point is that thing is loud oh my god and when we got it we bought it from a restaurant supply company not from a consumer place and that my first thing I said to Bruce on the very first day, I'm like, is that going to be how loud that thing is? Luckily, it's in the back, in the pantry, down the hallway, by the garage. We can close that door, and then I don't really hear it anymore. But, so, oh, boy. So I am looking, when we are looking for this fridge, I actually want a quieter fridge. Yeah. I'm, I really desperately want And let me just say, 
quieter equals more expensive the, by the, and large. The lower the decibel rating, the more expensive it'll be. It's just the way it is. So we'll be looking for something under 40. Okay, let's get to the last question. Okay. And I know Mark's answer to this. Are you a gadget person? Yes, I am. Mark is. So that means we're going to have a very expensive refrigerator um, because gadgety refrigerators, you're looking for things more bells and whistles. And the gadgetiest refrigerators are smart refrigerators. Why don't you explain what those are? Well, smart refrigerators are connected up to your Wi-Fi and it's like the there's an, a built-in screen and access to the internet on your fridge <laughs> itself. Now, I want to tell you that although I said in a previous podcast about Instant Pots that I continually try to shove my iPhone into my ear so that we can interface completely together, I want to tell you I don't want a Wi-Fi refrigerator. No, it is no it smart is smart refrigerator. I don't want it. I don't want my fridge knowing what I'm doing. Well, I could tell you that Mark has just saved us three thousand dollars because you will add at least that to get a Wi-Fi fridge. I and the reason I don't want it, it's the same reason I don't want other things like this, is that I just know that ultimately the answer to this is data harvesting. <laughs> and I do not want my fridge informing I don't know, LG, that today I have diarrhea. And so <laughs> later today on my Facebook feed, I will see a thousand diarrhea medications. I just don't want no, that happening. I don't want to my me. refrigerator knowing when I have diarrhea. No, I don't. And, and I don't need glass doors that become opaque when I touch them because that's just another thing to break. Yeah, yeah that really strikes is. me that that's something that calls a repair right now. But if you're that kind of person, mm -hmm. and you might be a person who wants a smart fridge, and listen, there are all these smart fridges coming online that are, for example, you know, they they monitor when you put the milk in it. They then can tell you if the milk is nearing expiration. They can tell you if things are running low. You can. Some of them are getting so high tech, the coming fridges that you can actually see what's in your fridge using your smartphone. Like if you're at the store and you think wait, do I have any milk? You can actually look in your fridge with your smartphone. It's a whole... Cameras in your fridge. It's a whole oh. coming world. Yeah, I so that. I don't care about any of that because I think it's all about data Ooh, harvesting. We, we just saved a lot of money. Yeah, and I don't care about it, but you might care about it. It might be something, if you lead an incredible, you know, I mean, I'm a writer. I work at home. I know what's in my fridge because I just walk upstairs and look at it. But if you lead a very complicated life and have a long job and are at the store at 9 o'clock and you think to yourself, oh, my God, what's in the fridge to eat tonight? You might want to be able to look in your fridge sure. on your phone. Sure. It's a really cool thing. Okay. If you have any other ideas for us, if you have bought a fridge, if you have good tips on fridge buying, please join our Facebook group, Cook Me, Bruce and Mark. Let us know what you've been through. It'll help us on our journey to buy a new fridge and we can talk about all sorts of things there. And we didn't even answer the basic questions of like stainless steel, black, yeah. glass, or R2-D2. I mean, we didn't even... I want an R2-D2 fridge. <laughs> Excellent. We didn't even answer those basic... Ooh, can I get a Zsa, Zsa Gabor fridge? Uh, what does it do? Nothing? <laughs> it just lies around and becomes famous for doing nothing? And you know, automatically, nobody knows who Zsa, Zsa Gabor is, right? So... Does a fridge have a wig on? So, you know what? That's Ava Gabor. <laughs> that uh, come on, get the you get your Gabor sisters right. So um, that's Ava Gabor. But again, you just dated yourself with your like me with Karen Carpenter, and Fibber McGee. <laughs> anyway, um, subscribe to this podcast, give it a like, give it a rating. Come back next time. We'll have more fun on Cooking with Bruce and Mark.